name is Hamilton. And I'll be talking about a story in Genesis about how Abraham negotiated with God in an effort to save Sodom and Gomorrah, spare from destruction. It was read for your hearing, Genesis 18, 24 through 26, but I'll be reading from starting at verse 20 and ending at verse 33. Then the Lord said, The outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is so great and their sin is so grievous that I will go down and see if what they have done is as bad as the outcry that has reached me. If not, I will know. The men turned away and went towards Sodom, but Abraham remained standing before the Lord. Then Abraham approached him and said, Will you sweep away the righteous with the wicked? What if there were 50 righteous people in the city? Will you really sweep it away and not spare the place for the sake of the 50 righteous people in it? Far be it from you to do such a thing, to kill the righteous with the wicked, treating the righteous and the wicked alike. Far be it from you. Will not the judge of all the earth do right? The Lord said, If I find 50 righteous people in the city of Sodom, I will spare the whole place for their sake. Then Abraham spoke up again. Now that I have been so bold as to speak to the Lord, though I am nothing but dust and ashes, what if the number of the righteous is five less than fifty? Will you destroy the whole city for lack of five people? If I find forty-five there, he said, I will not destroy it. Once again he spoke to him, what if only forty are found there? He said, for the sake of forty, I will not do it. Then he said, may the Lord not be angry, but let me speak. What if only 30 can be found there? He answered, I will not do it if I find 30 there. Abraham said, now that I have been so bold as to speak to the Lord, what if only 20 can be found there, he said. For the sake of 20, I will not destroy it. Then he said, may the, earth, may the Lord not be angry, but let me speak just once more. What if only 10 can be found there? He answered, for the sake of 10, I will not destroy it. When the Lord had finished speaking with Abraham, he left, and Abraham returned home. So the scripture is telling us that Abraham was trying to negotiate with God to save Sodom and Gomorrah. The city was blanketed with sin and corruption. There are a few highlights that I would like to bring out and hope that everyone pays close attention. Point number one is that I find God is very merciful. Even when... He heard and saw for himself how wicked in Sodom and Gomorrah was. He was still allowed a space for the wicked to be saved because he negotiated with Abraham. Point number two is God was long-suffering. Abraham sought out to find 50 righteous people to have Sodom spared, but he was unsuccessful. Then eventually the number was dropped to 45, 40, 30, and 20. And then it dropped to 10. So this kind, this kind of reminds us how we make promises over and over to be delivered out of something and therefore say God after he brings us through. So we should thank him for his long suffering. Point number three is that the wages of sin is death. After all of Abraham's attempts, God finally had to do what he had to do. God has never had any pleasure with sin and we need to believe that these words are still true today in the New Testament, Romans 3.23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So I would like everyone this morning to consider your ways and know that God is not asleep and he is not too busy to check in and see for himself what is going on amongst his people. So as I prepare to turn my mic microphone to my brother, I encourage everyone again to consider your ways.
regardless how, how much wicked is going on around you, God can save you. Amen. Thank you. Good evening. My name is Harrison Thomas, and I want to thank my brother for those words of encouragement. And I would like to offer a few more points to consider for this lesson in Genesis 18. My brother and I often talk about going on with going on things going on within around and around the church. And the last thing in particular I would like to bring to your attention this morning is the absence of men in the church. As a young man, I look around every week and wonder why there are always so many more females than men in the church. Since I've been attending here at Lucas Grove, I have seen men get baptized but only to vanish and sit in the audience and not to participate. Needless to say, this has not been encouraging to me or any of the other brothers. I think about the love and compassion Abraham had for Sodom, that he would go back, go before God and seek out the way to keep them from being destroyed. What if the men of the church had the same love and compassion? Imagine with me for a moment, what if the existence of the church depended upon the brother's faithfulness and one of us had to stand before God and do as Abraham did, negotiate to us? Would we be safe? What if we start, started off seeking for 50 righteous brothers? What if we dropped it down to 45 righteous brothers? What if we dropped it down to 40 righteous brothers? What if we dropped it down to 30, then down to 20? How low will we have to go to strike a deal with God? Why would the number be so low? I stand before you today admitting to you that the question often comes into mind, if the older men don't care, why should I? We need, we need some examples. We need some examples we can see getting up before us, leading by example and not just talking a good game. God's long suffering is the only going to extend for so long. My question to all of the men in the audience is how, how much more long suffering do you need before you get involved? I hope the words I'm sharing will find a way into your heart today and cause you to want to do better. I need encouragement, and I'm sure all of us need encouragement. I'm young, and I'm seeking. Help me out. We don't need to negotiate with God. We already know he is faithful, merciful, loving, and long-serving. We just need you brothers to step up and become committed. God closed all his negotiations when he offered his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. God proved his seriousness by giving his best, John 3.16. What are you waiting for this morning? If you're here today, male or female, and you want to give your life unto the Lord, you don't need to wait any longer. These are our steps. Here, the gospel, and then we need to believe the gospel, and then we need to repent of our sins, and then confess, and then be baptized into Christ, and then remain faithful, and then we'll be, we'll be saved. So with that, Brother Senior X, what is our song? Four.